0: Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be.
1: I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast.
3: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR.
3: Let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
4: Ah, good evening, everybody. As we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, over ten thousand recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Arnie Spanier. We're in for the guys tonight. Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon. Boy, I'm getting ripped on Twitter today, am I not, or what for crying out loud there, Torres? They're
5: coming after me. I mean, everyone says I'm too mean to you, so I'm not going to say anything. But, yeah, your takes have been mediocre. Um even with mediocre takes, I'm still getting ripped. Oh, my goodness. What are they saying about well,
4: you? Well, actually, I got one good. Well, first one that says, Paul says, uh, Stick a genius, go be a bandwagon Golden Knights fan like every other team you claim to be a fanboy about. That's true. That sounds about right. Oh, that, yeah. that is true there. That is true. Uh, Jason's a nice one. The first show I ever heard in radio was in 1993. Stinking genius, that was the hardest year of my life. You've made it so much easier. And now you have your best friend, Aaron Torres. Let's go. Wow.
5: Yeah, look First of all, that. that's very uh, thought- uh, thoughtful. That's 30 th- years ago. Comment from Jason. It mm. also shows you a couple things. One, how long you've been in this business for. <laughs> um, and then two... You know, He did kind of mention at the end that I'm kind of carrying you. you I'm, wow. I'm your best friend, Aaron Torres. yeah. David said, Spaniel wanted to be at the White House today to cover the Chiefs
4: with what was banned like he is in Los Angeles and other major spots. Yeah, I'm not allowed in the studio in Los Angeles. I'm the, the reason I'm not allowed to be in the studio with any other host is because the last time I was in the studio with a host in Dallas, I almost threw him through the, the window. Wow, uh, and you know that would have been a big mistake. So why did the, you almost throw him through a window again? Well, he, we were fighting about the Lakers, actually. Oh, okay, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I'm serious. He now said, you're
5: fight. Ironically, now you're fighting about the Mavericks yes, defending yes. the Lakers. But it's so that?
4: funny because he, we were fighting about. it. He goes, "That's not true. That can't happen because of the salary cap." And I go, "I said the same thing." I go, "Don't listen to the salary cap. It can work out. You could do something." He goes, "It's a lie." And I go, "You said." you go, "You call me a liar?" And I got, we got nose-to-nose, nose and I was going to throw him through the window. But um, he was a former athlete, and I was afraid he'd probably kick my butt anyway.
5: So. Thank goodness you're not here, because I would throw you through the window for that <laughs> mediocre Mavericks take. <laughs> I, myself, a former athlete, uh, Hall High School, baseball, class of 03. Oh, no yeah. Deal I yet. forgot no deal about deal. that. So, uh, good yeah. intramural athlete, too.
4: We'll we'll get back into that in a second. I, w- I want to ask him, because we asked Jason Luckin for a little bit about this, about the gambling story that came on down. Um, and I don't know how many times this is going to happen. It seems like every two weeks or so, maybe once a month, we see this. Isaiah Rogers, um, the cornerback and kick returner for the Indianapolis Colts, they're looking into him for possible violations of the league's gambling policy. And a couple of things that you should should know about this, he ha- the account was opened up in somebody else's name, an acquaintance's name, and the only reason they caught him is because he made a bet it's a practice facility. Oh, my so, goodness. So that was one of the reasons why they were able to go ahead and run it back to him, which shows me that he knew the rules. 100%. And he was, that, and he was trying to. Well, he didn't know all the rules because he couldn't do it from the practice facility, but right? he knew most he, of them, yeah.
5: You're right, but that he was trying to hide it. Am I wrong Wrong to assume that, Aaron, or what? No, you're 100% right. Um, and, you know, we can dive into this, but um, I, I get that. And Jason brought up the point is that it's a slippery slope of a slippery slope of the league taking gambling money um, while also limiting its players in so many ways. But if you really look at the way the, the rules are written, the collective bargaining is written, um, the only real rules are you can't bet on the NFL. Right, And you can't place bets during team activities, which is travel, facility, whatever. That was what all the Lions guys got caught for. So I will say, and I, I know I'm kind of jumping the gun. You were going to kind of set it up, but I think this is a continually evolving thing where guys are continuing to learn the rules. I believe most of those Lions guys... Did not realize. That. I think. I think Calvin Ridley he screwed up. You can't bet on the NFL. Period. And you, you can't. You just can't do it.
4: But but after Calvin Ridley, d- don't the other players go? Well,
5: Who listen, got suspended. What happened? Well,
4: well. I don't, don't want to do that.
5: Please. What's what did he do? I don't want to make the same mistake. Well, they didn't make the same mistake though. They they weren't betting on the NFL, but right, they were right. betting from the facility and on the road. Right. And right. so that was the second iteration. And my understanding is that's the that's the totality rules. Can't bet on the NFL. Can't bet in anything, anything team related. So team travel, team hotel, team bus, team flight, team facility. So that was where most of the Lions guys got in trouble. And then this guy clearly didn't know it either, but he was also very clearly trying to circumvent things uh, by betting under a, a, a different name. A different Why are thumb. you betting a bunch of twenty-five to fifty-dollar bets? One was
4: one bet was in the low four-figure bets, but when you have a contract of a four-year, three point four year, $3.4 million or whatever it was, um. Why? Why? Well, the final year was getting three As our million. buddy
5: Burns, Bernie Fratto says, I think most people, and Bernie has the data to back this up, uh, they get high making the bet. They don't get high cashing the bet. You, you know, I'm the type of right. person if I really think, hey, I have a great feel for this game, I, then I'll bet it because I expect to win. Now everybody expects to win every bet, but I think there's a lot of people that just like having 10, 20, 50 bucks on the NBA Finals Game Two or baseball this or whatever. Um, Even
4: though he knows it's wrong because you just said he opened it up in somebody else's name. So he was trying to hide
5: it. I agree. I I think it was stupid. I mean, I, I just think it's stupid. I, I, I don't know why these guys are putting their careers at risk to make these such – Like minuscule bet. I I don't know. I mean, even if it was a a big bet, it shouldn't make a difference because their whole
4: jobs are on the line here. When they do this, and you know what's crazy, I'll never forget this. When I first went to college, right, the president of the university says, "Look, there's no smoking pot on campus. Right? Mm -hmm. Why would you want to smoke pot in your room? So when I catch you, I can throw you out of the university. You can explain to your parents what happened. You get no refund, and you're and you're gone for the whole year, or you can go out in the desert, which is a, a quarter mile from campus, and do whatever the hell you want out there. And there's nothing I can do. So those are so your, your two choices. president
5: encourage illegal drug use. That's good yeah, to know. that
4: that. But that's what he said. He doesn't want to throw the kids out of school. I know. I know, I know. You know. He's always, you know. That's the same thing with, with the gambling. With what are you doing? What are you making a bunch of bets for? you know when when you're making all that money i and and they know what they're doing they they just don't seem to care about it i i tell you
5: i'm i'm, I'm perplexed i i don't understand how you could be that careless I agree. with your career it's amazing so i agree arnie i agree is that if fox sports radio came to us and said you can't like like hey so and so is our sponsor you cannot bet on games either through this app or in the studio or whatever right. Like, I'll just tell you, if it was me, and I'm far from perfect, I have my flaws like everybody else. But if Fox Sports Radio said, Aaron, we have a partnership with this sports book, these are the rules on what you can bet and when you can bet and this and that, I would make sure I knew that handbook up and down. And to be blunt, I probably just wouldn't bet. Now, I understand there's nothing wrong with placing a $20 bet or a $50 bet or a $100 bet if you can afford it on whatever. But you're right, Arnie. A career, a livelihood is on the line, and it's just not worth it. It's just not worth it.
4: What's going to happen when the first knucklehead, even if it's just a $100 bet, doesn't make a difference, a bets on a game that he's playing in, whether he's taking the points or laying the points, what's going to happen the first time we find out something like that? I think he might lose
5: his job forever. Oh, Be- forget about it, the, but the the, the, the harm well, yes. it caused to the well, NFL. F- and let me jump in yeah. because I remember – when the Calvin Ridley situation happened. And people were saying, "Well, if you bet on your t- if you bet on the NFL, but if you pick your team to win, then you shouldn't be." No, it's the perception. Well, boxers
4: bet on themselves. You could bet on yourselves. Uh, golfers- Boxing
5: doesn't have a sanctioning body, I don't think,
4: though. I think there's golfers no pl- could, there's could bet cer- on themselves too. But there's
5: certain. Well, I don't know. I mean, Phil- uh, no, actually, I'm certain that you can't because okay. Phil Mickelson got in some trouble for some golf related betting. Okay. Um, and, and I think it was more of a slap on the wrist. But, um, and by the way. The bottom line is, even if golfers can or boxers can, it doesn't mean that NFL players can. Right. And those Absolutely. are the rules. And it, you know, it's kind of like the John Morant thing. It's like, okay, he didn't break any laws. Okay, maybe there are some jobs somewhere where you're allowed to bring a gun with you to work or you're allowed to have a gun on social media. The NBA doesn't want you to do it, so don't do it. And it's kind of the same here with the NFL is there is nothing fundamentally wrong with betting 10 bucks or 50 bucks or 100 bucks on whatever. Right. But if you know your employer, and by the way, and, and, and all our Vegas guys, Todd Furman, Bernie Fratto will tell you, all these teams have meetings, conferences, police people, FBI people, whoever, into the facility to say exactly what you can and cannot do. And I, I, I would rather be the guy that plays it too safe and either doesn't bet at all or triple checks or talks with his players union rep or whatever than the guy that is too careless because it's just – I'm not saying that fundamentally what he did was wrong, but what I am saying is, as to your point, which I actually agree with, the second, third, fourth time that a guy gets caught, at some point, just stop doing it because it's not worth losing everything that you could potentially lose. By the way, out of
4: curiosity, and I have a number in my mind, but I'm not going to say anything first. I want to ask you first. Um, Out of all our listeners, whether it's Collins and Dan Patrick's or our weekdays, weekends, all the listeners here at Fox Sports Radio, how many do you think gamble? Like, Ten percent, fifty percent, ninety percent. You give me a number. How many of you think actually gamble on sports?
5: Just sports fans in general. They don't have to be sports fans. They can just gamble well, on sports. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, I think yeah. that it's mostly like I don't think you know if you start including you know ninety year old grandmas that don't know sports, but like I think. Well, they may do lottery tickets or oh, bingo gamble, or something like that. Okay. No, but I, yeah, I no, mean, let's uh, just talk sports fans because yeah, I, just I fans. do think the number is higher than people think. And I'll tell you, like during March Madness or during the NCAA tournament, I'm not talking oh. about a bracket. I'm talking about actually betting. You'd be surprised the number of people that would say to me, hey, Torres, Murray State plus 10, <laughs> you know, or hey, what do you think about this uh, futures bet that I made or whatever? So I think it's a higher percentage. What I do also think is that the, the volume of money bet is much lower. I think most people – are throwing $10 on a three team oh, parlay on a 50 Sunday 50 bucks
4: 100 bucks something like that yeah, yeah.
5: i don't think most people are e- egregiously betting out of their the price range that they can afford But how to many lose. are
4: betting though so what i say 75% of our listeners is that too high or what
5: well i think it's a little high only because of legalized sports betting isn't available everywhere like i can't just bet on stuff unless i'm going to download some crappy app that's illegal, and I'm not right, going to. Right. But no, I mean, I, I I would have said more than 50%. 75 yeah. feels a little high to me, but I think it's probably more than 50%. Yeah, I, I, like
4: you said, you know, a lot of people, March Madness, it's it's crazy. Vegas is crazy, whether it's like
5: the NFL playoffs, March Madness, or whatever. Well, we talked to Todd last night when, yeah. when I was filling in with you last night for Plank. And he said, if there's a game to bet on, people will be in the sportsbook, even though it's a little bit of a slower time. And, and he mentioned how now... You know, people can't get enough of the NFL. They're betting the futures. He said they wouldn't even put up numbers, especially for college football, until late August. It's early June, and people are betting over under win totals, early season lines, stuff like that. How many people bet the Vegas Golden Knights tonight out there in Vegas? Oh, boy, they they probably just destroyed the books out there, didn't they, or what? Well, you can bet on Knights games in Vegas, right? I know some, like like in Jersey, you can't bet on Jersey colleges. Like, you can't bet on Rutgers or Seton Hall. I would assume you can bet nights games though no
4: yeah yeah I, I believe you are and you know everybody in Vegas spent the nights unbelievable they uh, I'm sure they made a boatload of money destroyed the books out there uh by the way that segment brought to you by Progressive Insurance Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle your RV your boat your ATV and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com all right when we get back we'll finish up talking about yesterday's game and start looking at the games three and four why are the ratings down so much we'll get to all that stuff coming up next aaron torres arnie spanier in for the guys jason smith and his best friend mike Harmon, right here on fox sports radio
6: there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't miss events with access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi priority notified and Amex card member benefits at select events. You'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American express terms apply. Learn more at americanexpresscom slash with
0: Amex. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss.
7: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
4: Good evening, everybody. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier, right here on Fox Sports Radio, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at progressive.com. Uh, you want to get a hold of us on Twitter, real simple. Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at Stinking Genius One. Like this one NBA final ratings are in the toilet because Jimmy Buckets and the Joker are not flashy enough. Great fundamentally, but a snoozer for the general audience. We talked a little bit about this yesterday. First of all, Aaron, if it was Los Angeles, if it was the Lakers and Boston Celtics in the finals, you'd think we'd wait an hour and a half to talk about Game 3 and what happened on Sunday. It'd be all Lakers, Boston, this, that, and the other. Jack Nicholson, we'd we'd be talking about stars, and we'd be going crazy. Here we are, and I listened to everybody's show today. Not very many started. I don't think anybody started with Denver-Miami, but um, he's right. They're not flashy enough. Ratings are down. Um, Depending on how you look at it, they are in the toilet. Look, it's 1-1, so hopefully it keeps everybody's attention, but uh, it's certainly not as enjoyable as some of the other series out there. And Craig Carton from the TV show in the mornings um, said that if Miami wins, they'll be the worst team to ever win a championship I think I'm going to have to agree with that. I, I have to agree with that also. The worst team to ever win a championship? NBA championship, yeah.
5: And you were just saying yesterday that you felt like the underdog story was overrated for Miami, that they were better than people were trying to give them credit for.
4: No, I just said I didn't feel like a great underdog story. I didn't feel that, you know, like it was a 16 seed. So if by definition a run or a it's Mason, not a great underdog story, like then how a George would they Mason, be the worst team to win. Well, NBA like a George finals? Mason in the Final Four is what I was saying. It's not that type of thing.
5: But I, but answer my question though. I didn't hear it. Go ahead. I said if it's not some great underdog story then how can they be the worst team to ever win the finals? Well, because they are an 8 seed and usually in the NBA you don't have a team that
4: bad winning the NBA championship. Now they did go through some injuries and stuff like that. I I will give them that. But um they would why can you Here's think of a question. team
5: Can you think of a team that was worse that won a championship? I think you could argue Dirk's Mavs. I mean, Oh I no. Why? I mean, listen, here's my question. I was thinking about this today. Yeah. The we 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 as a basketball community. I'm not saying you, I'm not saying me. Most people agreed that there were two teams that were cut above everybody else in terms of the chances to win the championship in the regular season. It was Milwaukee and Boston. Miami beat both of them. Miami beat both of them to advance to the NBA finals. If they were to beat a number 1 seed, I don't think you could sit here and say that that's the worst team that's ever won a championship. Um, I, I, I mean, I think, I, I do think I actually, I actually feel very confident saying that I think Dirk's Mavs were significantly worse than this team.
4: Well, first of all, they did beat Milwaukee without a healthy Giannis who also missed two games. I, you missed certainly two. have to look at that. I mean, that's a, sure. uh, that that's a big part of it. Is it not? Or what? It's then, a and, part of it. It's a part of it. I don't know if it's a big part of it. And then in game seven for Boston, uh, Tatum went down with the
5: sprained ankle, right? Right off the bat. That kind of put them behind the eight ball at that point. I guess they were also up 3-0 on Boston. And what I would also say is it's not like it's some fluke. They were a shot away from making the finals last year, made the finals in 2020. I mean, they're literally a made Jimmy Butler three-pointer away from this being their third finals in four years. By the way, here's the other thing. They're a missed Derek White layup at the buzzer from beating Boston in six and not even having to worry about Jason Tatum's injury.
4: Right, let me ask, well, that's true, but let me ask you, why are ratings
5: in the toilet to say then? Why Why are they so far down um, if, if it's a good series? I think it's fair to say that these two teams do not move the needle for the average fan. And this is something, again, I know I was filling in last night we talked a little bit about is – I don't have a good answer as to why the NBA has seemingly been unable to create any stars that the general public is interested in besides Steph and LeBron in like the last 15 years. I mean, it's just amazing that um, any series that doesn't involve one of those two essentially isn't watched. I mean, we can debate, we can argue, and it's—I I understand 8 million, 9 million, 10 million people is a huge number, but relative to what ratings get with those guys – Um, relative to what Game 1 and the NBA Finals did last year with Steph in it. I don't really get it, but I think you're right, Arnie. And and I even look at myself, I mean, talking with friends, and I was was talking to a buddy on the way over, is, I don't know, I'm enjoying the games, I enjoy both teams, I enjoy the narratives – but it's like hard for me to get excited to talk about, well, in game six, you know, I mean, in game two last night, I mean, you know, that opening run by Miami and then Denver countered. And it's like in years past, it felt like every game you would want to break down and talk about. And I, I know part of it was those LeBron Cavs versus the Golden State Warriors teams. But but even since then, I, I remember enjoying talking about the Raptors and the Warriors and, this year, I don't know, man. I, I don't have a good answer, Arnie. I mean, do you have a good answer as well, to why it feels
4: this well, way? Well, you know, what, I'll, I'll give you this. You know, it's interesting. I read one of those radio articles in our industry, and they were interviewing a radio talk show host who said, you know, this matchup, I don't even have to watch it. I don't do a national show. I do a local show here in Cleveland. That's fair. Nobody, <laughs> nobody, if it was the Lakers in Boston, he'd be watching it, but because nobody really cares about, you know, Denver, Miami. Um, if it was a better matchup and there was something more intriguing, I don't know. Maybe it'd be different, but um, I don't even really have to watch it. What do you think about hosts that say, well, I'm not doing national, so I don't really have to watch the game. I don't, oh. There's not a lot of sports going on right now anyway. Why wouldn't you watch the game,
5: right? Well, I, I think that's, that's a little unfair. I mean, we... If we were doing radio in Vegas, we would probably be watching the nights, and we're yes, watching the nights, right. but we're not breaking it down. Right. If right. you're doing radio in Cleveland, you're probably breaking down Ohio State's off season and the Browns' off season. Oh, a million,
4: and- another of a Brown guy got a got uh, held up, right? Or got yeah. Uh, well, that that's robbed.
5: kind of a crazy story in its own right. Is there <laughs> some sort of players are being targeted? I think three Browns players have been targeted by criminals in like the last couple of days, which is scary but I, I I don't have a problem with a host in Cleveland not feeling like he has to watch minute by minute to break it down but here's the bigger question yeah. Arnie yeah if you're a sports talk radio host right inherently you probably like sports. So the fact that he doesn't on his own, want to watch it shoot <laughs> no i'm serious i'm serious yeah. because there's all sorts of sports that i know that we're not going to talk about oh that yeah. i enjoy watching the you softball the, the the college baseball we're not going to hardly bring that up but i love watching that that's what i mean i mean listen yeah. there's a, a lot of hosts that realistically are probably not going to talk even a lot of college football in, on their shows They still probably watch Ohio State and Michigan even if they know they're not breaking it down play by play. So I think that's actually an interesting conversation and a concern for the NBA is that actual sports fans aren't compelled enough to watch. it Because even if you're, let's say you're Colin Cowherd or Doug Gottlieb or whatever, and you don't do a ton of college football, if there's still a big Alabama LSU game... You still want to watch it because it's Alabama LSU. I I get the sense, and I don't want to speak for Doug or, or Colin or the odd couple and how they do their show, but you're still going to want to watch it. If you have real sports fans that don't even feel the need to watch these finals, that's a problem, Arnie. Is that an NBA problem or a U problem? I mean, you know. It's it, a it, huge NBA problem.
4: Because w- most of the time, you know, it's, it's just that this was like the perfect storm. We've said that before. Um, You know, you got two teams. There's really no villains in this thing. There's really no heroes. Um, might you know, be, might be in know. game three. Tyler well, coming no, back? No, I, I don't think he is coming back. Actually, there was a report that his hand. Um, still you didn't is, get the
5: joke. He said, "There's no heroes." Oh, I said, "We I might have it. a Tyler okay. in game three.
4: Went over my wow. head. It went over my head. No, but this I, is he, why they're throwing you out of your basketball. Yeah, right that, that is why. This is because I'm, I'm too old to understand the jokes. Sure, you're right about that, but. Um, yeah, that one went right over my head. Sorry about that. That's <laughs> okay. I love that. I but, try, I try. I'm trying for America, but it's right, okay. Right, but there's just no intrigue in this matchup. Nothing that gives you, like, oh, I can't wait for this next, and I can't wait for this, and I want to see what this guy's going to do. I'm there's with you. There's nothing like that. I'm you know? with
5: you. I mean, and, and it's not just just a LeBron thing. I, I Like I said, that Raptors-Warriors series, I remember being captivated by, um, you know, obviously you want to go back. So many of them included LeBron, so it's hard to to think of anything pre, you know, outside of LeBron. But um, you know, I'm just trying to think of the finals last few years. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think I, I do think it's a fundamental problem for the NBA. LeBron is thirty-eight years old. Steph is thirty-four, I believe, or he will be thirty-five he might be thirty-five this year. You have to create guys that people want to watch, and it doesn't feel like they've done a very good job of that.
4: Uh, Brian says, give me the heat nuggets over subpar Lakers and Celtics. Much more interesting and entertaining to watch than boring Boston or L.A. He's going to be in the minority on that. Let me say this. Yeah.
5: I think you can argue they're more fun to watch. I don't think they're more fun to talk about, though. Like, I think when LeBron loses or LeBron wins – For guys like you and I, that's a lot more fun to talk about than, as you said, oh, you know, Jokic, I mean, he scored 41, but he only had four assists. What does it mean? We'll talk about it next. It's like... I don't know that that really moves the needle the way that it does. Oh, LeBron just uh, uh, blew a lead or something like that. You know what I mean? And that speaks to, again, not having a villain, not having people that people are familiar with.
4: I want to get one more in uh, what we are talking about uh, 20 minutes ago about gambling. Jason says, people wonder why Pete Rose was not allowed back in the Major League Baseball because he's still betting on games, right or wrong. He knew gambling was forbidden and kept gambling. So, um, you know, that that is the point there. I'm just worried now that because gambling is so relevant right now in in the radio and sports radio world that some athletes are going to continue to cross that line, Aaron. That's that's the thing I'm most worried about there.
5: Yeah, to go back to the gambling conversation, um, I think like everything else, it will sort itself out. And the other thing I will say uh, on the gambling conversation, I know uh, Jason uh, uh, LaCanfora was on, and, and I get what he was saying um, about, you know, the owners are taking millions. But part of the Money that is being made off the sports betting boom right now is going into the players' pockets. And so if you want increased salary across the board, sometimes there's going to be limitations. Betting on games in the facility are going to be those limitations. Uh, yesterday I
4: told you I think there's about 20 guys I'd rather have uh, than Jimmy Butler. You said name them. I, I can't name off the top of my head. Well, I can name it now. Uh, Aaron Torres, already you're in for the guys. Jason Smith and his best friend, Mike Harmon, getting a lot on Twitter. If you want to get in, Aaron underscore Torres. I'm at stinking Genius 1. Eric says, I don't care about the NBA, but I find it more entertaining that there are different teams in the finals. I get tired of the same old teams making the championship game series. New teams make it interesting to me. You say that, uh, and this is kind of what we do in the NCAA tournament. Um, we like the early upsets, but... When it comes to push and shove, we want the blue bloods in the final four. Though we, we want to, we want the big name teams in the final four.
5: We don't want the underdogs. As you've said a few times, I think you're right. Is you want people that create emotion, um, and in college basketball, it's formerly Coach K. It's Calipari. Believe it or not, I think Gonzaga is at that point. And in the NBA, it is LeBron. It is maybe the Celtics as a brand. It is certainly the Warriors as a brand. And maybe that's just the point: is Jokic is too new. We don't know enough about him. Uh, he hasn't said anything controversial, all that stuff. But he doesn't create emotion. People aren't people aren't tuning in to root for him or against him, right? Say what you want about LeBron. There's a lot of people that tune in to hate watch LeBron. Yes, that absolutely. Tu- that tune in because they want to see him lose. And we like just- the Cowboys, like the Dallas Cowboys. Like the Dallas Cowboys, like oh. the it, the NFL, uh, you know, does a great job. I mean, the NFL is a little bit different, but I mean, people don't like the Patriots. People don't like the Cowboys. People don't like the Packers. People don't like Aaron Rodgers. People don't like Mahomes. People don't like Brady. I mean, think about all these teams that you want to tune into because you just, they create emotion. They create interest. They create excitement. Um, and I think the NBA has done just a very, you know, listen, it's, it's an old thing, but the NBA, uh, you know, the NFL is about the shield, but the NBA about 40 years ago with bird and magic really went all in on building up its stars. And really over the last five, six years, it feels like outside of LeBron and Steph, those guys just don't move the needle. Um, I want to get one more in Aiden uh, sends this and guys, guys that think like you
4: guys are there is the reason that there's a, there isn't more parity in sports you complain about the same teams making it when different teams make it you complain it's not the same um i'm not complaining about the same teams making it if you had golden state or the lakers or uh, the celtics or anything like that i would not have complained about it i would have preferred that uh, over the teams that we have in right now so i'm uh, i don't think i would have complained about that at all
5: yeah yeah i mean i, I see the point um I think two things can be true is that I'm not upset that we have new teams. I just don't think it's as compelling of a conversation. That's all I said is it's hard for – like I said, it's hard for – well, I mean, what does this mean for Jokic's legacy? It's like, well, probably nothing. It's one game, whereas LeBron, it's like, you know, I mean, let's be honest. We, We all know what the conversations are. He lost in the finals. He lost in the Western Conference Finals. He won. He won in a bubble. That doesn't count because it was in the bubble. Everything LeBron does, it can be contextualized historically. Same with Steph Curry. I just, you know, like I said, I, I I don't know. Jokic, maybe two, three, four years down the road, we start having those conversations. Maybe if we're lucky, but we're just not there yet. That segment brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling
4: easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more all your protection in one place bundle and save at progressive.com i'll get you those 20 players better than jimmy butler that's coming up next torres and spanier for jason smith and his best friend mike Harmon, right here on fox sports radio there are some things that are
6: too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
0: You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that'll elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
3: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss.
7: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
4: All right. Good evening, everybody. Aaron Torres, Arnie Spanier You're in for the guys, Jason Smith, and his best friend Mike Harmon. Now, we were also in yesterday too, and we were arguing about uh, Jimmy Butler.
5: Yeah, everybody loves it, Jimmy Butler. Here's my thing, Arnie. Yeah. Are you sure we can squeeze this segment in in like four minutes? We can save this than, for later on the show. Well, we got more than four
4: minutes. I, I, you know what? Yeah, I, I don't want to don't do is, embarrass you. Son. Oh wow. So look, I came up with twenty. Names that I would rather have, or is better than Jimmy Butler. All right, so you have to take his age into consideration. These are twenty. Now I'll give you the twenty names real quick. If there's a name that you don't okay. agree with, just tell me. I'll circle it, and we can come back to it. Is so that work he, no? here's my issue. Yeah, is
5: that where Jimmy Butler's value comes in is not being one of the five most talented players in the league. Where his value comes in is that we in the media have told the NBA and their players for the last however many years that the postseason is all that matters. Don't even bother playing in the regular season because the postseason is all that matters. Well, few players, and there are a few that that deliver better than him in the post. There aren't many, though. And so I am going to hold it against guys. I don't care if you score 37 points on a Tuesday... No, 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 no. You no, can't no, no, go no, no, by no. that though. I ha- that's how I'm judging it. I'm well, not just doing strictly playoffs. Here. But that's what, that... what matters. I don't care that LaMelo so ball... would be... I don't care Orre... that LaMelo ball can go no. for 37, 20 so, and twenty in an so, eight point loss.
4: So Robert Ori would be like one of the top five play- best players of all time. No, then, I didn't right? say
5: win the most championships, I said had the most value in the postseason. Well he had a lot of
4: value in the postseason. A lot of value. But well, I did player. it
5: for I did it for
4: all. Let me just go through the list if if you want to circle one. Tell me, and I can come back to it. You know, you have the obvious ones like Joel Embiid, the Luca uh, Lillard, Gilchrist. I would say
5: I would take Jimmy. Uh, I would take Jimmy Butler over Lillard, right there. Okay, uh, Gilchrist Alexander. I would Jan- take him over Gilchrist Alexander.
4: Okay, obviously you don't know basketball.
5: Giannis. Wow. So you uh, Tat- only have stats,
4: but go ahead. Tatum.
5: I would take Kirk- him over Tatum. Okay. Is there something wrong with you? I've seen him go to two play. finals. He outplayed Jason Tatum in the last series. I don't know what you want from me. Curry, Durant, LeBron, Donovan Mitchell. I'd take Oh my God, I'd take him over Donovan Mitchell. Are you kidding me? Devin, Is this a real list? Yeah, believe me, it's a real list. Devin believe Booker's me. on the I, fence. I, I could I could see you. Devin taking Booker. That. Um Jalen yes. Brown. Oh my God, I'd take him over Jalen Brown, no doubt. No doubt. He just outplayed Jalen Brown in a series. I I didn't say Julius Randle. I said Jalen Brown. Maybe you misheard me. Jalen Brown, who the Celtics are willing to listen to trade offers for, but continue. Ja Morant. Take him over, Ja. Zion. Oh, my God. Take him over, Zion. uh, Zion's going to be working with us in a year. He can't (laughs) kick it on the field. Kick it on the court. AD. I'd take take AD over him. I would. Uh, Jokic and Murray. Mm, Murray's on the cusp. No, uh, not even <laughs> Arnie. You literally said last night Murray just, averaged 16 points a game in the in the regular season. This is this a heat of the moment thing? Oh,
4: you're, you're killing me. You're killing me. All right, uh Brunson. I'd take him over Brunson, no doubt. You're, you're not gonna like my last two now. Laurie
5: marketing Oh Why are we even doing and, this? What, and, what and, this? What is this what is this activity? And and, and Trey Young. Why don't you just? We should probably include. Why Trey when, Young
4: is no good either, right? Do you when the,
5: when Banyama? why don't you throw in Scoot you know, Henderson?
4: He might be good th- in ten years. Do you know, every one of those guys not only average more points than Jimmy Butler, but a lot more points than Jimmy Butler. Do you understand that? That the fact I that understand me, they're all
5: watching the playoffs you, one, except two, three, for Jokic
4: uh, and Murray. You made me circle seven guys, and, and those seven guys. Five of them could be Hall of Famers by the time their careers Jimmy are Jimmy Butler's
5: going to be a Hall of Famer, so that's a moot point, but continue.
4: First of all, the fact that you'd say you'd rather have um, Jimmy Butler over
5: Tatum. and He over just J- outplayed him in the playoffs. No, I mean, it's a
4: team game here. You understand that, don't you? you? I know,
5: and his team is inferior, and he carried them past Jason Tatum's team. So then you'd rather have uh, Jimmy Butler over Giannis? Then they beat the uh, Milwaukee. It's here's in again. Yes. We're talking. I I'm talking about if I have to win a playoff series tomorrow, who would I take him over? You're talking about if the conversation is the next ten years, then yeah, I'd probably take Jason Tatum. But nobody cares about ten years because a lot of stuff changes in ten years. Ben's, you would have taken Ben Simmons over him two and a half years ago. <laughs> I'm serious. You would have taken Kyrie over him three or four years ago. So I can't do that. I, I really whole, think
4: you're minimizing all those guys on that list. You really are. I think
5: you're minimizing Jimmy Butler, who's been to two straight finals, has been the best player on a team that has gone to the finals in back-to-back years in two out of uh, the last four years, and was a shot away from going to the finals last year.
4: Doesn't he have a video of all his air balls? Wait, that's a commercial. I'm sorry. I I'm sorry about that.
5: Yeah, I would. I, yeah, we we could look for John Donovan Mitchell's air balls, but he's been on the playoffs. You didn't playoffs. get that. You didn't get that joke I just gave you. I the didn't McLo- get that one. You didn't the get McLo- my t-
4: commercial. You, they, I don't watch commercials I'm oh, a millennial. What is wrong with you? That segment brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, we RV, have boat, ATV, and more. All your prediction in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We're halfway through the show. We're at halftime, my friends. The Power Hour coming up next. We still got the Bonus Hour. We'll come back. We'll get more into the 20 list that I gave. Uh More in games three and four coming up. We've got marketing. a lot to get to here doing? on Fox Sports Radio. You just made the list!